Welcome to the Josh Scanlon Podcast. This episode first appeared as a video on my YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash heritage wealth planning. I hope you find it informative. Thanks. Retiring overseas, how Medicare may or may not fit into your plans. Dateline August 8th, 2019 from Sarah O'Brien. My man Rob sent this to me and I uh, this is actually interesting. I can't tell you how many people have reached out to me uh, who are retiring in Thailand or Singapore or, or not Singapore, Philippines or Portugal, Mexico, Honduras, whatnot. So let's see this. I, I, this will be interesting. We're going to learn together. So uh, don't forget to subscribe. Hit the bell notification because I guess YouTube is doing weird things with notifying people. Uh, key points. Basic Medicare does not cover medical services you get outside the good old U.S. of A., except in very special situations. If you or your spouse work overseas and you have qualifying insurance as defined by the U.S. government, you generally can avoid late enrollment penalties if you sign up for Medicare later than age 65. However, if you don't meet an exclusion and you don't sign up during your initial enrollment period, you face life-lasting penalties if you change your mind later. For Ed and Cynthia Staten or Staten, Went the running back for the uh, West Virginia named Staten? Didn't he go on for the Texans or something like that? Reaching age 65 while living in Ecuador made, meant making a decision about Medicare. Uh, the retired couple already had health insurance through that country's national health plan, and Medicare generally provides no coverage overseas. Yet they knew they ha if they someday face an unplanned relocation back to the good old U.S. of A. and tried to sign up at that point, they'd pay a steep price in the form of late enrollment penalties. People may ex expatriate, be expatriate with thoughts of not going back to the States or visiting on a limited basis, but you never know what the future holds, says Ed Staten, uh, who's 70, along with his wife, 66, who operate a website for people considering a retirement abroad. They said they have not used their Medicare benefits to despite paying monthly premiums and visiting the U.S. multiple times a year. Right, keep it up, man. Keep paying for Medicare. Let us uh, use your money to pay for people here in the U.S. of A. Exactly how many U.S. expats or retirees is hard to come by. In 2016, the State Department estimated that roughly 9 million non-military Americans were living overseas. Separately, Social Security Administration data shows that 692,000 monthly checks go to overseas addresses. For many people, living abroad means access to cheaper health care coverage. Uh, the Statens, for instance, said they pay $81 monthly for coverage through Ecuador's national health plan. It comes with no deductible and no restrictions for pre-existing conditions. Well, Medicaid, Medicare is only 200 bucks. I don't get that. I mean, so you got to pay for a Medicap or a Medicare supplement, but I mean, it's, right, it's 81 a month for theirs. I don't know if that's per person or what, but that's not that much cheaper than U.S. of A. Uh, once expats reach 65, though, things can get a little messy. That's the age when you become medical eligible for Medicare. And depending on how long you remain overseas or whether you're working there, it may be sense to uh, be on Medicare, even though it won't help you while you're on foreign soil. The question is, what is your intention, says this guy with Hammer Financial Group in something, Indiana. Are you moving back? Are you going to go back and forth? If either are the case, you should probably have Medicare. When you, while you can tap your Social Security benefits at 62, you become eligible for Medicare at 65. You get an initial enrollment period, as, as it's called, which starts three months before you hit 65 and ends three months after, after it, your seven months total. So three months before you take 60, turn 65, a month you turn 65, and three months after. 
Basic Medicare consists of two parts. Part A is the hospital coverage. It's free as long as you and your spouse has at least 10-year work history of paying the system. Part B is your outpatient care and has a premium. In 2019, that base amount was $135 a month. You have the responsibility of applying for Parts A and B when you turn 65 unless you've been collecting Social Security early, in which case you're auto-enrolled unless you opt out. Um, basic Medicare does not cover medical services you get outside the U.S. That includes when you're on a ship within the territorial waters adjoining the country within six hours of a U.S. port, or say you're in Alaska in the closest hospital to treat your emergencies in Canada. The general rule is that unless you have qualifying coverage as defined by the U.S. government, you face a late enrollment oh, talk about that. Uh, yeah, and the, fa- the late enrollment penalty amounts to a 10% higher monthly base premium for each 12-month period you could have been enrolled, but we're not. And those penalties are life-lasting. So a 10% higher monthly base premium, so that'd be 13 bucks a month on Medicare Part B, uh, and that's going to be for the rest of your life. Uh, that rule applies to people living overseas at well. According to Medicare expert Patricia Berry, author of Medicare for Dummies, if you miss your initial enrollment period at age 65, these are the circumstances you'll be entitled to what's called a special enrollment period, which comes with no late enrollment penalties because you've been living overseas and you miss your initial enrollment period. You work for, and here you got to have the exceptions, you work for an employer, basically you work for an employer or you're self-employed and cover on the national health system the country you live in, which sounds like these people here, the Statens, uh, you're volunteering for the Peace Corps or something like that. Otherwise, you can expect to pay late enrollment penalties if you miss your initial enrollment period. Be aware, you'd also need to prove that you had qualifying coverage while working overseas. That means you should hold on to extra things like tax returns, pay stubs, medical statements, and records of doctor visits and bills. You also need to be aware that different situations come with different enrollment times. If you're signing up late for Medicare, whether you live overseas or not, for instance, if you get a special enrollment period, but you had qualifying coverage and were employed, whew, that window starts when you lose that coverage. All right. So basically, if you're beyond the age of 65, you don't have to roll for Medicare because you get qualifying coverage. A lot of these HR uh, the businesses will say, just go ahead and take Part A, and, uh, and you'll still be on your coverage for outpatient services because Part A is free. It's just you're going to have to talk to your HR department about that. Again, the idea that HR at your company should know your Medicare stuff is nuts, but the world we're living in. However, if you don't have a qualifying health plan and sign up late for Medicare, you can only enroll in the general enrollment period, which lasts from January 1 to March 31st. And then you have to wait for coverage to be effective until July 1st. Uh, so you got to you know, listen to Danielle Roberts, read uh, my man Jay, J.O. from Maximize Your Medicare. You got to know these people. Is this the state? I don't know what that is. Is that them? The Staten's there? It looks like he's got that hat on. She got red hair. She got red hair up here. Let's take a look. Is that them sitting on the beach? Yep. Yep. Red hair. So that's got to be them. Look at that. So they're in the jungles there of Ecuador. Never been there. And they're on the beach there at Ecuador. I'm sure that's the same people. Oh, look at that water. I could jump in there right now. Look at that. Oh, there's a big shark right there. See that? Land shark. Land shark. Separately, if, all right, uh, meanwhile, Medicare Part D is prescription drug coverage, and it is sold through private plans, either as a standalone policy or as part of a Medicare Advantage plan. It provides no overseas coverage, as FYI. For people living abroad who sign up for Part D upon returning to the U.S., there is no late enrollment period as long as you get coverage within a certain time frame of relocating. Now, that's good. So if, you, uh, if you're living abroad and then you sign up for Part D later than your initial enrollment period, there's no late enrollment penalty 
as long as you get coverage within a certain time of relocating back to the U.S., two to three months. If you miss your window, you'll face a life-lasting penalty of 1% for each month that you didn't have coverage but should have. That penalty amount is based on the national base premium, which is about 33 bucks a month. There's a lot going on here. So, uh, uh, you, let's see if there's any comments on here. Yeah, I don't know if CNBC allows for comments. Um, I would definitely talk to a broker here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know why they don't get comments here. That's too bad. Um, lots of advertisers. I'd definitely talk to a broker uh, without question because, uh, I, look, I don't know. You don't know. Only people know are people who know this back and forth. Uh, Daniel Kunkel Roberts at Boomer Benefits in uh, Texas. J-O-J-A-E-O-H. Uh, J-O up in uh, Michigan. Those are my two go-to people in all things Medicare. So I would absolutely, they're both brokers, I'd absolutely uh, look at one of those guys and say, hey, help me out. I want to make sure I'm not screwing myself. All right. Subscribe. We'll see you next time.